One thing I've always been obsessed with is paper stationery. Like anything that's paper and it's pretty, I remember collecting note cards and pretty envelopes when I was a kid. And then that really then turned into me collecting journals and notebooks. And then when I was in junior high and I had to use a paper planner for school to write all my homework in, I quickly became obsessed with them and I collected them. And for years up until Blaine and I got married, I think I had all of them and I kept them through college, through junior high, high school, college, and then beyond. And I know going back and looking inside of those paper calendars, this was before the Google calendar really came about. I mean, I kind of had a cell phone, but there was no, there's no like Google calendar then. And so I had every detail of my life written in these huge daily school planners and college planners. So I have been doing and, and practicing these routines and time blocking and loving all things paper planners for a very, very long time. And I would say that I've always dreamt of like creating my own paper planner or, you know, I'd, I'd get a bunch and I'd say, oh, I'd love it if it had this in it. And I'd love it if it had this in it. Well, what if we change this around? One thing that I have come to find as a work from home mom, that there is literally no way, there's no way that I could succeed as I am without my paper planner, without my time blocking and without my daily routines. I get asked a lot of questions about these three things. How do they work together? How are they different? How are they similar? And today's episode is going to answer all of those questions. I'm really looking forward to giving you the inside scoop on all things paper planners, time blocking, and my own personal daily routines. What do you say? Let's dive in. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves. Dig in and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. There is a lot to go over today. I'm going to talk about this in three big chunks, and I want to make sure that you guys get your pen and paper out and that you are taking notes. So we're going to talk about these in a category of paper planners, then we're going to talk about time blocking, and then we're going to talk about those daily routines. So grab your notebook and a pen and paper. I'm going to make sure that you can follow along chronologically. There's going to be a lot of really um, hefty tips inside of each of these three categories that we're going to talk about. So the first thing that I want to do is dive into paper planners. I get questions from you guys all the time. What kind of paper planner do you use? Everyone knows that I use the uh, Dream Planner from Horatio Printing, and I do have a $10 off affiliate link for you. There's also some really cool stuff coming up for them. Um, And if you are inside of my Facebook group, there's tons of information on other planners that moms use 
and how they use them. We do a paper planner audit every Monday where I actually look at the information that you're putting in your paper planner, how you're setting it up. I take any and all questions on everything paper planners and uh, it is absolutely incredible. Uh, We also go over your workflows uh, as well, but specifically speaking with paper planners, the one thing that I always talk about and try and help people understand is to keep it simple. I started this podcast episode talking about how obsessed I am with all things paper, and it is very easy to get sucked into those big, beautiful paper planners that have all the bells and whistles that are colorful and bright and busy and have guided sections for writing all over the place and lots of introductory uh, introductory kind of like tutorials and explanations and philosophies and theories all in the beginning of the paper planner. But my biggest tip, I guess, would be to stay away from those. I've done them um, and I have had them and I love them. And if they work for you, that's fantastic. But if you want to take my opinion and my advice, I definitely think that you need to find something that is super simple and that has a decent amount of open space so that you can kind of create things that you want. Now, I am all for rearranging the landscape of the paper planner that you have and customizing it to the way that you need it to be. Some of us have really interesting wants and needs and desires for writing and for our paper planners. And so there's a couple really cool options for planners that are customizable. And like I said, there's some information and some really, really helpful, useful feedback from everybody inside the Facebook group. There's over 200 people in there that are all using paper planners. And so it's a great place to come and just ask all of the questions that you may or may not have if you're trying to buy one. Obviously, the new year is coming up. And so I want everyone to start the new year with a fresh new paper planner. So first of all, keep it simple. Don't overthink it. Okay. Also, I want you to pick a very specific thing that you're using your paper planner for. The more you try and fit in there, the more overwhelming it gets, the busier it gets, the harder it is for your brain to utilize it as an actual tool. And it just becomes a place of mess more chaos, more for you to work through. And that is what I don't want. The thing that I love so much about Horatio printing is how simple, very, very simple and clean their planner is. It allows for you to truly get in to the planner and use it as a tool instead of it being another learning curve and something else that you have to work through. There's some other really cool features inside of that planner that I'll be dropping inside of a bonus episode since they are about to do their launch for super, super cheap, like incredible prices for their launch on October 1st launch day. They're having 20% off. It's really, really awesome. I, um, already am signed up to get mine. I'm a part of their, um, seasonal box. They also have this really, really cool um, seasonal box that they do, and I'm getting my paper planner sent to me inside that box. So definitely find a planner that is simple and allows you to use it for a very specific purpose. And the purpose that I 
choose and teach for all of my students and all of the people that I coach, anybody that's inside my Facebook group, is to use your paper planner for time blocking. Um, real, real straight away, you can't fit all of your events and all of your meetings and all of your time blocks and all of your to-dos for the day in one paper planner. It just it's not clean. And if your brain has to do that much work to be able to figure out where it's supposed to be going and what it's supposed to be doing, if you have to work hard to focus or to pull information out or to get clarity, you're not going to do it. And there's nothing worse than buying a paper planner, which I'm sure most of you that are listening have done or are afraid to do, have purchased a planner and you've never used it or you used it for two weeks and it just sits there. So I definitely recommend using it for time blocks, which is obviously the second thing that we're going to talk about here really quick. Do not use your paper planner. (laughs) Big asterisk next to this. We do not use our paper planners to keep all of our time stamped appointments in. Now it's okay. There's a lot of you that you like to use paper planners that have time stamps in them. And I'm not saying not to do that. What I'm saying is this should not be a replacement for your Google calendar and your Google calendar. I don't believe should be a replacement for your paper planner. I really truly believe in a hybrid system. I teach that inside of systemize your productivity. I think it is the most incredible way to be productive. I don't know of anyone else that really teaches it as I teach it in this incredible hybrid system. And that is without going into depth on that. If you want to learn more about it, you can go to chelseajoe.co backslash SYP course for Systemize Your Productivity, and you can learn all about how to get inside of um, that course because it teaches you my hybrid system down to the nitty gritty. But the point is, is that your paper planner should be there to hold your time blocking, um, to hold the nuts and bolts and the framework of what you're doing in your home and in your business. My monthly spread, every paper planner you have should have a really nice laid out monthly spread. It should also have a daily spread, not a weekly, but a daily. So you should have a good chunk of space. You can either pick a vertical or horizontal setup. I truly love my vertical because it allows me to flow from morning to evening in a top to bottom fashion. Horizontal then has you flowing through your week in a left to right. And then typically your Saturday, Sunday are just more of a square shape at the bottom. And um, there's nothing wrong with either way. I just personally really love the vertical and how my time blocks fit. Um, It seems to just be a little bit more successful for me. Although I will note that Horatio Printing has a really, really incredible horizontal layout where the whole, when you open up the book on the right-hand side, there is a day, every single day is all lined up. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday's right underneath it, all on one side. And then on the left-hand side, there's a whole entire space to do your brain dump list, like a huge space for it, which is absolutely incredible. I really do like that. Um, but I'm still sticking to my vertical. That's what I ended up getting again for 2021. It's what I used in 2020. It's what I've always used. So, um, that those would be my tips for finding um, a paper planner. Another big question that I get is coil bound versus, um, a, a flat lay. And I really, 
like to be able to, I would say if you're going to get the horizontal to do, I guess it doesn't matter guys. It's just personal preference. You know, my gut says I had spiral bound this last year and I like it, but if you're writing from left to right often, the spiral does get in your way, especially if you are right-handed, but then I suppose whenever you flip it and go the other direction, no, it definitely gets in your way if you're right-handed because if you're left-handed, yeah, it doesn't matter. The spiral just gets in your way when you're writing. (laughs) Sorry about that. Let's just think through this together here, shall we? Yeah, definitely it doesn't matter. I'm going, Horatio Parenting has this phenomenal flat lay. Like when you open it up, it's, it's an actual spine bound book. When you open it up, it legit lays completely flat. And I'm really looking forward to just being able to draw all the way through my book when it's completely open left to right without the, um, without the spiral in it or without the coil. Uh, although, uh, you won't be able to fold your book back on itself if you don't have that coil. So that will just be a personal preference. So again, if you are interested in knowing anything about Horatio printing and the planner that I recommend, I also love it because it has daily scriptures up in the top right corner. And it also has every single season. It has a season uh, refresh where it takes you through all of the core elements, which is beautifully aligns with my fundamental needs. It allows me to go back through and really look at how I'm doing in all of my, um, my fundamental needs in my life. It guides you through, um, gratitude, just some things to really look at every single season, which I think is absolutely incredible. Uh, Obviously I'm super obsessed. You can click on the link in the show notes. If you want to grab my $10 off link or make sure that you snag, um, your planner on the first of October. That is going to be the launch and they're doing 20% off of all their planners on October 1st. Okay. Let's move into the second bucket, which is time blocking. If you guys don't know this by now, I'm a huge, huge advocate for time blocking. I have some incredible resources. Click on the link in the show notes, or you can go to chelseajoe.co backslash resources, and you will find Um, my time blocking roadmap, which will teach you exactly how to do this. You can also go through my self-paced course, systemize your productivity, and it will legit teach you how to create your own time blocks, which is absolutely incredible. But what you need to know is that you should be creating time blocks as a work from home mom. If you are not right now utilizing time blocks in your life, you're probably struggling. It doesn't matter what productivity guru you go to. They're going to tell you it's to to block or batch your time. So you should have a time block that meets all of your responsibility buckets and how you're going to go through this. You're going to sit down and you're going to make a list of all of the time blocks or all of the responsibility buckets that you currently have in your life. For example, you probably may or may not have e-learning or uh, homeschooling or some type of educating your children as a responsibility bucket that you didn't have before. Some of us do have our kiddos back in school now. Some of them are in a hybrid model. Either way, as we phase out of this, some of us have chosen to homeschool full-time. Frankie Joe is homeschooling. I have a lot of support in that, though. I'm not doing it full-time on my own. 
Um, but it is definitely a responsibility bucket that I had to make sure I had a block of time for on my calendar multiple days a week. And you should also have that. Another responsibility bucket is probably your work hours. You are responsible for making money or you've committed to growing a business or you already have a business. You should have time blocked out for that every single day. You should have time blocked out for a morning and nighttime routine for intentional time with your kiddos. If you have little kids at home, I definitely have that mapped out for all of my Um, for every day of the week, I make sure that I have time with my kids, obviously time with my spouse, um, and then dinner, getting everyone fed. We have, I have a block of time for my, uh, feeding all of the humans in this house. And I'm going to give you some tangible, um, examples of exactly what my blocks look like and how you can create theirs. Once you've sat down and you've written all of your responsibility buckets out, then you just want to see if there's any way that you can consolidate them, which ones work well together, either running at the same time, what responsibility buckets can you do at the same time? Can you be taking care of your home while your kids are e-learning? Are your kids independent enough to where that is possible? Are you able to do your work while your kids are doing their e-learning or is that, or their homeschooling or their hybrid learning? Do any of these responsibility buckets pair well together? Which ones absolutely have to be at separate times? Which ones always have to be in the evening versus the morning? And start trying to piece your responsibility buckets together in a way that they make sense. And those will really become your time blocks. I really recommend a five block system. And here's where you're going to really want to take notes. My five block system that I always recommend for people is to have a morning routine, then an AM block, a midday block, a PM block, and a nighttime block. When I sit down and coach moms and they come to me and we work through a productivity session, or they are inside the course and they're throwing up questions inside the Facebook group, it's always it's always about figuring out where these time blocks needs to live and how long they need to be to fit their own personal life. Not everyone is going to have time blocks that look exactly like me. Okay. It just depends on what you have going on in your family. But for the most part, this five block system is a great place to start. So for myself, I have a morning routine every single morning that starts before the kiddos wake up. And that is absolutely vital. This is a block of time where my kids are not involved. This is a block of time for me. Sometimes my husband's involved, but most of the time our morning routines are completely separate from each other. Then we unite for a moment of prayer before we go out and take on the day of raising kids and making money and uh, running our businesses and taking care of extended family members and keeping your house clean and and the busyness that life is whenever you are in the trenches of raising a family. Then I move right into my AM block. So this AM block for me is almost always filled with children because they're home. Now, if your kiddos are going to school, this AM block might be super, super small. It might look like just the before school routine and that's it. And then you move into your, your midday block or your work block when your kids are all gone. For me, my kids don't leave. I have one that stays home for homeschool and I have one um, that is at preschool. Some day, some, sometimes the AM block, she goes to preschool, but sometimes she's not. She's not there full time yet. And so on the days when she's home, I have that block 
filled with routines. Okay. But that is my block. It's my AM block. And there's multiple routines that happen inside of that. So we're going to talk about that in the third bucket that I have coming up real soon. From there, then I go into my midday block, which has a couple routines in it as well. And then I go into my PM block, which is where we do dinner and all that kind of stuff. So you guys will have that as well. And I typically start that block at about 4.30 in the afternoon. That is when I start dinner. That's when all of the afternoon PM routines start. And then I have my nighttime routine, which my nighttime routine, uh, I mean, my nighttime routine block, which is where my nighttime routine happens. It's literally like that block is only for my nighttime routine and that and only that. Again, there is really nothing that I could say (laughs) more than just figure out what time blocks you need to have. And if you are having a hard time with what your time blocks should be, please, please, please jump over into the Facebook group, throw up, start a brand new thread that says, Hey, I need help with my time blocks. Okay. And we will get you started. If you're in a place where you're completely lost and you have no clue what this even is, I definitely recommend, um, starting with my time blocking roadmap, which is again, uh, on my website, chelseajo.co. And then click on the resources tab and you will see it in there. All right, last but certainly not least are daily routines. People ask me all the time, are systems the same thing as routines? No, they're not. You can have systems that you don't routinely do and you can have routines and not really any systems. Although routines themselves kind of um, mimic and mirror what a system is, you could call your nighttime routine maybe the system that you use to getting everyone to bed on time. Right. Um, but you definitely don't have to do your system routinely. If that makes sense, uh, you may do a certain set of things that work really, really well, but you're not consistent with it. You don't do it routinely. And this is what I want to talk about is how important routines are. And we just got out of kind of talking about my time blocks and my routines. And so I want to touch on that just a little bit more. So if you were taking notes on what that five block system looked like, I want to touch on some of my routines personally that I have inside of each of these blocks. So my morning routine block that I have that starts from about five to 7 a.m., it holds my morning routine (laughs) and my morning routine typically is 100% of the time, unless I'm sick or really under the weather, pretty much every day of the week, even on the weekend, Saturdays and Sundays, this is just the routine in me is I get up and I get dressed. I make my bed, I get up, I get dressed, hair, not always makeup, a little bit, maybe some touch up, maybe a little bit of lipstick, probably mascara, like not a whole lot. I don't do a whole lot of makeup for sure. Um, and then I get dressed and I'll do a Bible study or I'll do a workout. I've been out of my routine of working out in my AM block for quite some time now. It was just a weird shift uh, when quarantine happened and I've been feeling out what works well for me. So that routine of working out every single morning in my AM block has shifted a bit, but I'm looking forward to getting back into that. So my AM block that I do with my kids 
has an AM routine for the children where they get up, they get dressed, I help them get dressed, they, we automatically make beds, get dressed, brush your teeth, brush your hair, and then we come downstairs. My eight-year-old has a, like a checklist. It was when she was younger, it was a picture list that she knew she needed to do before she came downstairs. Um, and my younger one at three years old still has us pretty much guiding her through the entire process, but she helps. That's the first routine that we do in the AM block. Then we do breakfast and, um, depending on what day of the week it is, because certain days my kids go off to school, my, my homeschool kiddo, we are fortunate enough that her grandmother is a retired school teacher. So she, actually gets to do homeschooling with her um, in her home for a couple days a week and then we have her in our house the other days of the week so in the days whenever she is home my eight-year-old is home my three-year-old is also home and so we just have a homeschool routine where um, I'm going through all the homeschool materials with my oldest one and I'm also setting up homeschool activities preschool activities for my youngest and that's pretty much my my like AM block. That's all we focus on. My midday block has a lunch routine in it. And obviously it has nap time, quiet time, independent time for the girls. And that's whenever I do a work block. Um, So I have these two kind of things happening at the same time. I'm working and they're doing things independently. My three-year-old is napping. Um, I also, once we move into our PM block, then I have the dinner routine that we do. Sometimes we have a family fun fundamental need that gets thrown in there where we spend some time together as a family. Um, But we basically do the dinner routine together and then we do their nighttime routine, which is um, bath and books and like we do some songs, we do some prayer together and then everybody goes to bed. And that's pretty much it. And then obviously my nighttime routine is what I do in my nighttime routine block for me personally. I I know it kind of sounds like a lot, but here's what I want you to know. Before we wrap up, this is what you can do to start solidifying routines for yourself. Be consistent. Write down what you're already doing that is working well and make that a routine. Give it a name and be consistent. Okay. Do it regularly. If it's working for you, be consistent, show up to it regularly. Now, if you need to build in new routines because you don't feel like you have enough, you feel like things are all over the place. You feel like you're just constantly running around like a chicken with its head cut off and no one knows what to expect. There's zero predictability. You're eating at different times of the day. Somebody doesn't ever have their shoes. Like things are just a mess, right? This the way that you can begin to build in new routines without overwhelming yourself is just look at the one time of day right now that is the most frustrating and chaotic, the one where you're about to lose your mind. Start with that one space and create just a simple set of tasks. Look at it from the outside when you're not with your children or even when you are and think about what could help this go smoother and write it down And the next day, show up to it. Get rid of all the fluff. Do a certain specific set of tasks. And if it doesn't work, no big deal. Switch it up. What set of actions or tasks can you do one right after another 
in a 15 to 30 minute period that creates consistent predictability for you and your children that helps you move through something that has to get done, like getting to school or getting dinner on the table or um, transitioning from one block into another. Like what can you do routinely so that everyone is moving in sync? Write it down, communicate it to everyone. And have I mentioned be consistent? (laughs) One of the things that I love to use uh, for communicating and, and helping us with our routines is a communication board. If you haven't listened to episode 52 yet, that is a fabulous resource. It's all about communication boards and it will really, really help you. So that is it for today. I hope that this was incredibly helpful for you. I know it will be. If you have any questions, never hesitate to reach out, shoot me a DM. And I am very much looking forward to seeing you over inside of the group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.